Welcome to the Hello Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Levine. I'm super excited to share with you my top insider tips for divorce, including actionable steps in bite-sized pieces to lowering the cost, conflict, and confusion surrounding your divorce so that you can move on to that next awesome chapter with peace of mind and your financial and emotional integrity in check. Welcome back to the Hello Divorce podcast. And today I want to address a question that comes up quite a bit for California divorces. But as we prepare to launch into other states, the question comes up a lot more often, which is, what is a status conference? How do I prepare for one? And do I need to go even if my spouse and I already have a complete agreement on our divorce-related issues or we're working with a mediator to come to an agreement? So this is a really good question, and unfortunately, there's just not a lot of resources out there. A lot of the DIY-type services or even lawyers will say, yeah, great, if you have an agreement, let's put it in writing, let's do our best to avoid court. But what we don't talk about is sometimes, depending on the state that you live, a status conference or a case management conference or something of the like is set automatically. So that means that you file the initial paperwork to get your divorce started and some states, and it actually even breaks down further than that because some counties, as opposed to other counties in a particular state, will automatically set a status conference or something of the like in your case right from the beginning. So oftentimes what I tell people is if you really want to avoid that status conference, that court appearance, then maybe the best thing for you to do is to submit all your paperwork at once. So usually in most states, there's several steps that you have to take to get divorced. They include a petition or a response or some sort of first paperwork. There's also usually financial disclosures. And then finally, there's a judgment or a divorce decree or an affidavit or something that ends your divorce. And in some cases, you might want to try to submit all of those documents at once if you really aim to avoid having to go to a court hearing. But I will say that in states that have waiting periods, so as an example, Colorado has 90 days, California has six months, these waiting periods usually begin after you have served your spouse with that initial paperwork that's been filed with the court. So if you want to get that waiting period going, then you might not want to wait to finish all of your paperwork before you submit it to the court. You might want to get started on that step one so we can get that waiting period going. Additionally, even if you send in all your paperwork at once, it doesn't necessarily mean that you get to avoid a status conference, which is like pretty ridiculous, right? I mean... Talk about Big Brother. 
you have the court saying to you, well, sure, you have a full agreement or you're working on a full agreement, but we still want to check in with you. In fact, some courts even require you to attend a second hearing, which is kind of like a prove-up hearing. It's to convince the court that you entered into freely and knowingly and that you actually understand the terms of your agreement and want to enter into it, which, as you can probably imagine, is oftentimes a really good thing. But for the most part, the people that we generally work with, that just is an added burden, frustration, and sometimes cost because they've worked really hard together to come to an agreement and now they have to go before the court. So let's break this down a little bit. So first of all, these days, especially with coronavirus times, a lot of courts aren't open, which is a good thing in that you can likely either avoid the appearance altogether, or sometimes they're having you appear in front of a judge via something like akin to Zoom. Actually, in some courts, they are using Zoom. Sometimes it's called blue jeans, seriously. But there's different software you can appear by video or by cell phone. And, you know, that's ideal. Whether you're doing this on your own or you're doing it with an attorney, it's ideal because you're not wasting all that time and expense of having to take off work, of having to travel to the court, not Everyone has a court located in their city. Sometimes it's cities away. You have a big county. So that's pretty ideal. The second thing I want you to know is that it doesn't have to be scary. It usually isn't long. In fact, it's pretty quick. And ordinarily, the judge is simply checking in. Sometimes it's not even a judge. It could be a different court personnel. But simply checking in to find out what it is that you're doing, whether you've filed the forms that you need to file, and whether you and your spouse are making progress coming to an agreement. And if not, the court may offer options for how to help you come to that agreement. So this isn't generally a substantive hearing, meaning they're not going to have you each throw each other under the bus and say all the things that went wrong in your relationship, and then the court makes orders. That's not what a case management conference or a status conference is about. Rather, you are just simply doing some housekeeping. The court is just seeing where you are in the case. Now, oftentimes, if the court sets one of these court appearances, and notice I'm not calling it hearing because the court isn't hearing arguments and making an order. That's different. If you need temporary orders or if you have been set for a hearing, you need to prepare in a totally different way, which is not the subject of today's podcast, but likely will be soon. Instead, you're focusing on the initial paperwork that the court may have sent you or given to you with that divorce petition that tells you oftentimes what to expect at a status conference. Sometimes it will say, hey, good idea to have your financial disclosures filed and served before then. Sometimes it will require you to go to a parenting class. I know, co-parenting classes can be really awesome. They can also be really awful. (laughs) So, But if you're in a state like Ohio or Colorado that require it, 
It's a great idea to get that done before the status conference, especially if the court requires it by virtue of the initial paperwork that they sent you with instructions. So it's not going to be the end of the world if you don't, but if you want to try to avoid further court appearances or hearings, then it is a great idea to get as much as you can done before you arrive in court. And that might simply be, well, I hired a service to help me and us with our paperwork, or I hired a mediator, or our lawyers are negotiating. Now, if you have a lawyer who represents you, you may not even need to attend the status conference, although it's not a bad idea. And the lawyer, him or herself, is going to update the court on where things are. So status conference, case management conference, or meeting, nothing to be afraid of. It is a bit of a nuisance, but it's not the end of the world. Make sure that you pay attention to that initial document that the court sends you about the status conference, because there may be particular instructions that you need to follow. And if you have any other questions or you're not sure whether or not this falls into a status conference type appearance, then that's what we're here for. You can seek some legal coaching. You can check out our resources. If you need a local attorney in a state that we're not currently offering access to services, then please let us know. You can go right to our website and chat with us, or you can go to hello at hellodivorce.com, and we will do our best to get you a great referral, an awesome legal services professional who is also smart and kind and practical, because we definitely want to get you someone who is going to help you get through this divorce process as conveniently and smoothly as possible. All right. Thanks, everyone. I will be back soon with another episode.